listening to Downworld or Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to take two of episode 44, where we will be discussing chapter seven in City of Glass, where angels fear to tread. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. We're going to try not to corrupt this file. And uh, Robin. I'm just kidding. We are so grateful that everyone stuck through us through last week. Thank you. Right? Holy cow. <laughs> it was it was a lot. It was a shit show. <laughs> if I could sum up last week in two words, it would be. I checked my son's diaper last week and I I actively saw him pooping because I knew I could smell it. That's what last week was. <laughs> For real. For real. And it, it was it was not limited to just that day. It was the whole week. Yep. Was like, oh, of course that happened this week. Of course. I had that all weekend also, so I'm hoping not to bring that bad energy to today. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Don't do it. I won't. No, I'm, I'm bringing some good Thanksgiving energy. Yes, Thanksgiving. Bringing some mashed week. potato energy oh, up right. into this table. That's so right. Oh, gosh. How is everyone, other than it being a shit show, yeah. was anything fun happened in anyone else's week? I don't think so. I think it's been pretty basic. You sound like you've had a week. No, it's fine. <laughs> I want to forget about For it. For another time. Yeah. I want to forget about it. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, I don't think any of us really have anything positive to say about last week. So what do you say we cut the chit chat here and kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworld or Dish. Clary and Jace immediately start throwing verbal punches. Ending when Jace completely smashes her heart into a jillion pieces and tells her to leave. Clary slams back with the lowest of blows, telling him he's just like his father. Alec and Isabel, witness to the fight, 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 are in a dazed state of WTF, mate. Isabel leaves and Alec is able to tell Jace about the danger Simon is in at the guard. Jace decides to avert the attention from his assholiness onto Alec, ousting his innermost fears and being an all-around butthole. Shining up his bad boy lapel pin, Jace bows out with a blow to the window. Yeah, he did that. And Alec makes him heal the mundane way as penance. (laughs) Meanwhile, Sebastian chases Clary down and takes her on a creep-filled stroll through Alicante. They arrive at Amatus's, arrive at Amatus's, and Clary dishes the biggest secret she's had because puppy dog eyes. Inside, Amatus gives her the best laid mom guilt trip this side of Brossland Forest. Go, girl. You deserve it. Well deserved. Well deserved. That's awesome. All right. Well, Simon, the most oblivious vampire to have ever lived, awakes in his cell. Because that's a surprise. Again. (laughs) To a voice whispering his name. Surprise, it's Jace. His dreams come true. Right. <laughs> this is the moment you guys have been waiting for. Uh, I couldn't stop thinking about that roughing up you gave me <laughs> the other day. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I guess I was right. Robin did really dream about it. <laughs> <laughs> they're curly locks tangling together. Oh, my. Like they're lacing their fingers. Like braces. When you- <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think Simon has curly hair, by the way. I don't think he does either. But I still. imagine it to be wavy, though, I guess. Oh, okay. I don't know. <sighs> I imagine it to be attractive. 
I definitely didn't imagine, um, I guess that's totally off topic, my bad, but speaking of this week, you watched the movie, uh-huh. and that is not at all how I imagined Alec. Because that's it's, it's not. Yeah, it was terrible. He's not gross. <laughs> okay, let's be nice. He's okay. not gross. On a scale of zero to Matthew. <laughs> I I know. I, I said it on Instagram. I'm trash for Matthew Daddario, okay? Like, I, I totally understand. <laughs> He's literally the hottest. I can't wait. <laughs> anyway, sorry. That was totally off topic, but. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's my part. It's go time. <laughs> so Simon accuses Jace of plotting with the clave. And to be honest, I doubt he even believes it himself. Uh, of course, Jace denies it, even going as far as to drop his bitchy facade so Simon knows he's sincere. Aww, it's really sweet. We get some lovely uh, Jamin banter. <laughs> Jamin. <laughs> I'm trying to make it happen, <laughs> which is always a highlight. Uh, the conversation goes, quote, <clears throat> I don't have a reason to lie to you. Not now. Jace's gaze remained steady. And quit bearing your fangs at me. It's making me nervous. Good, said Simon. If you want to know why, it's because you smell like blood. <laughs> it's my cologne. Oh, do recent injury. Jace raised his left hand. <clears throat> it was... <clears throat> Sorry. Jace raised his left hand. It was a glove of white bandages stained across the knuckles where blood had seeped through. Simon frowned. I thought your kind didn't get injuries, not ones that lasted. I put it through a window, said Jace, and Alex making me heal like a mundane to teach me a lesson. There, I told you the the truth. Impressed? (laughs) (laughs) Nice chair. (laughs) One day we're going to get better chairs so we don't squeak, but today (laughs) is not that day. And you know what? After this week, we're just, we're rolling with it. Yeah, and we, we don't deserve new chairs after this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in a kitchen chair right this now. This is your penance. <laughs> your butt must be sore. <laughs> that sounded bad. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I meant because the chair's uncomfortable. You meant the fatty tissue. <laughs> right. We'll be cursed. Your glutes. <laughs> right. We'll be cursed with the secretary spread. never heard that before that's great it's when it's when you get like a flat butt from sitting in a chair all day that's my life yeah me (laughs) guilty same (laughs) okay really quickly do you think that jace even which i didn't think about it so i'm sure he didn't also because he's fictional but um (laughs) do you think jace thought about like seeing going to see a vampire while he was actively bleeding Uh, no because it's Simon. It's Simon, yeah. And he's locked up, so we can't get to him anyway. Fair point. <laughs> Maybe this will bring out the strength in him and break through the bars. Right. <laughs> so Simon quickly gives Jace a rundown on what's been going on and Alder Tree's accusations about Simon being an agent for Valentine. This is bad. Very bad. So a completely calm, reasonable, and thoughtful Jace decides the best course of action is to break Simon out of jail. What could go wrong? Simon pun punts simon pumps the brakes on jace's treason train and clues him in on alder tree's real plan to pin it all on the lightwoods and clear the clave of any blame for the shit show quizzy mcguire caused if simon what just yeah oh (laughs) (laughs) it's about it Mm -hmm. if simon escapes everyone will know jason jason 
<laughs> That's my husband. Sorry. Hey, boo. <laughs> Shout out. No, blaming something on someone. That's what you Jason. That's what you do when you have a husband. Yeah. There's someone to blame. <laughs> if Simon escapes, everyone will know Jace had something to do with it, and it will look like the Lightwoods are really in V-Tang's back pocket. Reluctantly, they agree the best course of action is for Simon to stay in prison until they can think of a better way to undermine the Inquisitor without implicating the Lightwoods. There's just one thing. Simon needs blood to bolster his ability to fight the man. Okay, so, Amanda, we know that you have an eternal hate for Simon. However, this action that he just took to decide on his own when given the opportunity to break out of jail to say, no, I'm going to stay because we need to make sure we protect the Lightwoods. I mean. Okay. So listen, I think that this is what the majority of people would do. I don't think this makes him special. Okay? He's 16. I don't in care. Prison. He hasn't ha- he hasn't been tortured yet, really. He hasn't really <laughs> been without blood. He's like, only been starved and his hands burn every time he touches. Yeah, but bar. he's used to that shit now. I mean, in the last couple months he's experienced worse. But he's no rat. Yeah, exactly. So I just think Except that, he literally was a rat. No, I just he already went through this is less than the ratting. <laughs> In the moment. Call me back when you're a rat again, okay? Exactly, exactly. For a couple of weeks at least. No, I just think that at this point, he's just be doing what I think anybody would really do. No, I'm not going to do that. But who knows how it would be if he really started to get... Hungry? Huh, hangry. Hangry. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think if you were a vampire, you couldn't control that. Like, I feel like, you know, when you wolf out... Mm-hmm. And you can't control the earth. You know when you guys both when I out? Hulk yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't control it. I bet when you're like thirsty like a vampire, it just takes over you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this, I don't know what I'm trying to, natural instinct. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, like, I want to suck your blood. Your survival instinct kicks on and you, you got to have blood to survive. So you yeah, go he's for gonna, it. Yeah. What's going to happen is he's going to get so hungry that he's going to kill Quizzy two times. That's right. And he's just going to like. Or whoever comes in to take him out of the, the cell. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Murder. Death That kill. would be scary. Do you think that they're nervous going in to get him out? Or do you think that he's just so filthy? They're just like, this is disgusting. I don't even want to do this. I know. I think they're trained to to kill demons and downworlders. Yeah. And so they're pretty confident in their abilities. That's a good point. To do so. That's yeah. Fair. Yeah. All right. Well. That was not the answer I was yeah. expecting. He's not winning or yet. Looking I for. give him I give him some cred, <laughs> but he's not there yet. So meanwhile, back at Amatus's house, Clary's woken up by Sebastian throwing pebbles at her window. And seriously, did Cassie do an 80s movie marathon before writing these chapters? Like, because I'm getting some serious nostalgia vibes. Clary meets him at the door, and this cocky little SOB is all, you might want to go get dressed. You're gonna spend the day with me. What the fuck? <laughs> In the words of Cher Horowitz, as if. Seriously. And she does it. That's what's worse. Well, she makes him tell her. She makes him tell her first before she goes and gets changed. So Sebastian, the little shit, has an ace up his sleeve. He knows where Ragnar Fell is. And so, of course, in record time, Clary's dressed and ready to go, even taking a few precious seconds to leave a note for Amatis. Oh, well, that's nice. She couldn't just text her. It's like almost like Amatus was like, okay, this is like 
this is why I said a mom trip because my mom used to do that. Like you'd ask her for something enough times and she'd be like, you know what? Fine. Do whatever you want to do. I don't care anymore. And then your heart shattered into a thousand pieces and you couldn't physically bring yourself to yes. do it. Yes. You mean emotional manipulation? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> That's what we all do, right? Yeah, it's fine. So it's like you'd think that Clary would get more than 12 hours. Of, maybe she's been asleep for longer than that without like jabbing at Amatis again. But, yeah, you know, boy, Ragnar fell. At this right. point, I don't even know if she's interested in saving her mom anymore. She just wants all the cheese may. <laughs> I just yeah. gotta know how to fix it. She she wants to be involved. Yeah. Okay. So Sebastian, the consummate gentleman, helps Clary into her coat and they're off. But there's something about how easy their interactions are that throws Clary off balance. Like, Sebastian is a little too perfect and agreeable. And I 100% agree now i know we've talked about this before however i really don't like people who are overly familiar yes. who like like okay so say you have an acquaintance right and then they like hug you and you guys do not have a hugging acquaintance right <laughs> like that bar has not been established but then they like start hugging you all the time i don't like it like we don't know i don't know you like that I don't, I don't want your body on my body. I don't want your smell on my smell. Yeah. It just, to me, it's like, he's being too nice and agreeable. I'm so fucking damaged. I can't accept it. <laughs> and that's why I'm in therapy. I feel like there's a difference between, okay, I'm probably being whatever, but. I think Amanda and I especially come off as like super overly nice and yeah. happy. And Our customer easy to service talk to. voice is always mm-hmm. on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm not too like, Simon seems like he's too like, not Simon, Sebastian, sorry. Too many S's, I'm telling you. <laughs> he's too like physically familiar. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like this is what's happening. There's like a bubble, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's talking too close to her face. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I'm getting that vibe from him. Yeah. Like she can smell his breath. No. No. And it's all you. I just got full body chills. That is disgusting. I feel like that's what's happening. Don't ever do that to me because I have old man coffee breath like 24-7, bro. <laughs> coffee in my hand, okay? That's how I keep creeps away. He smells like um, like old wine. Ew. Yeah. Ew. When you, like when you wake up after you get wine drunk and your tongue is all like dry or oh. dehydrated. and Yep, that's what he smells like. And Clary can smell it. Gross. No, yes. thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I'll like give it. you that. Not so damaged it's after gross. all. I don't like it. I don't know. I'm always suspicious about someone whose personality is too pleasant. Because I'm like, where are your flaws? You're working too hard to hide them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You're probably a murderer and I'm going to end up on Dateline. Yes. Serial killer. Everyone's a serial killer to me and Amanda, though. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> There's this kicker. for the, I think it's the Colts. I just saw him. Yes. They talk about glasses. <laughs> that guy looks like a serial killer like it's crazy i just watched that game yesterday (laughs) we're talking about his glasses i never realized it (laughs) oh my gosh okay so sebastian's being starts being cagey and he tells clary that they're uh getting a ride from a friend but he won't disclose more info instead promising on the angel that his friend won't tell anyone what they're doing um 
okay, no. Yeah, that's, I would, I, even me, who doesn't say no to anything, I'd be like, I think I gotta pass. Yeah. This is creepy. I gotta go feed my cats. Yeah. I, I'm not going to an undisclosed secondary location with you. I'm sorry. Well, especially with <laughs> no information either. Right. Like, yeah, that's very odd. No bueno. I think Robin would go because she's not saying anything. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> me personally. You'd be like, ooh, he has a surprise. <laughs> personally, probably not. But if I was Clary, like, <clears throat> he's dangling the promise of Ragnar Fell in front of her face. And I'm sure she's not thinking of, like, no one knows where I'm going. Right. How am I going to get back? What if he tries to murder me and I, my cell phone doesn't work? Like, I don't think he's, she's thinking of all those things. Yeah, and he's friends she, with people he, uh-huh. he knows. She's friends, he's friends with Isabel and Alec. and Yeah, like, okay, so I, I totally understand yeah. that. Yeah. But I would have stopped walking and said, no, tell me who your friend is. I need to protect this information. Like, I'm not. Yes. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have just, like, kept going along. I'd be like, no, you need to tell me so yeah. I can decide for myself because I'm the one running the show bucko (laughs) well that's that's a really good point because she's not just protecting herself she's protecting her secrets that are going to hopefully save her mom and get her more cheese money right right secrets and we all know how good clary is with secrets but sebastian already knows and he's a stranger so stranger danger (laughs) but surprise sebastian's friend is a horse look so why couldn't you just say it it's not it's not cute it's not charming it's creepy yeah you weirdo our city girl clary is a bit sketched out with the whole riding a horse thing but mr gentleman himself is all don't worry doll you're gonna be sitting on my lap because that's not weird at all why what you if you're riding a horse with someone you sit behind them unless you're a little kid then you sit in front of them why is why is she sitting on his lap i don't like it it's at all in fact i talk about it too because that's how much i don't like it Mm -hmm. So really quick, I just have to point out that when I originally started with this, I was listening to the audiobook. And then when we started preparing for the podcast, I reread the actual book. <laughs> the whole time I'm listening to the audiobook, I thought the horse's name was Wayfair. Like, Wayfair, you got just what I need. No. Okay, guys. The horse's name is Wayfarer, which is hard to say. Okay. Just call him Wayboy. <laughs> but B-O-I. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay, so Clary and Sebastian are on Wayfarer, and Sebastian is on the back. And like Kristen was saying, that's weird. Listen, I've only been on a horse, and that was like 25 years ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They're giving me eyes. Anyway, it seems like it would be far more comfortable for someone that has never ridden a horse to be able to like hold on to the rider. Like a motorcycle. Exactly. And then you have a shirt that says, if you can read this, the bitch fell off. (laughs) (laughs) Even on a horse. They just have them in the stable. Like for you to throw on. (laughs) Okay. When you put your hat on, you have to put it on. It's like a vest. It's a cut. (laughs) Okay. But I have another question. So when, 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 fuck, I didn't, it's your fault. When Sebastian, what is that you <laughs> spreading the love? I'm putting it's my negative energy out to you guys. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. Anyone got a salt lamp? <laughs> <laughs> no idea what that is. <laughs> you don't? I don't they're selling that Fred Meyer. Okay, like, I feel very like I cheesy. can maybe picture it. Okay, they're cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but when Sebastian comes out with the horse and everything... He's got this saddle that has 
the Verlac name on it yeah. and everything. And it's like, is it a double saddle? How do saddles work? I don't know. I've only ridden a horse like twice and it was just enough was it for my butt. Five years ago? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like 20. <laughs> but it was like, it was enough for me to put my butt on it. Same. And I was 10. So right. or eight or something. Yeah. So <laughs> they're riding bareback. He just brought it out to like flex. Look at the saddle I have. Right. Now I'm going to put it back and let's get right on the horse's yeah. back. <laughs> Maybe that's why she's in front. So she can sit on the saddle. The saddle. So, so and she, he's bareback because he's an expert rider. Like I, back in mid in the Midwest, <laughs> in the I Old West. I feel like but the way a saddle is, like it would put you way too far back. That's good. So his crotch is protected from her. Right. right. They're not <laughs> next to butts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they would be like a lot farther apart. Yeah. Otherwise, she's like sitting on like the nubby thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does sound like she's supposedly sitting like on his lap almost. So maybe he's on the saddle and she's farther forward and she's like on the horse's <laughs> neck. <laughs> horse? Bro. Maybe it's a tandem horse, like a tandem bike. <laughs> it's a horse with six legs. Because they need center support. It's actually a demon. It's not a horse. It's just been, um, what's that? Disguised? Glamoured? Uh, so it's extra long. It's like a limo horse. It, it, it's a wiener pop horse. <laughs> Bread with a dachshund. Oh my gosh. Oh All my right. God. Anyway. If, if any of our listeners know things about horses, <laughs> slide into our DMs and explain it to us because we don't understand. How this is the thing. My maiden name is Stables, and I know nothing about horses. <laughs> you didn't get any of that, like, that uh, ancestral knowledge no. or anything? My family had a farm, but we had cows, not horses. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Okay. Well, okay. Clary starts kind of kicking herself because she starts comparing Sebastian and Jace, like, their scent. So I need she, a scent. Yeah, she, yeah, exactly. She forces herself to, like, look around to distract herself. And it's probably a good idea because why are you constantly comparing every single human being to Jace? But okay. <laughs> she finally asks Sebastian how he found out where Ragnar Fell lives. And by the way, really quickly, I feel like an episode or two ago, you two told me it was Ragnar and it's not. Bitches, it's Ragnar. Okay. Moving on. No one's saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just finally right about something. Anyway. Um, so she asks him how he found out where Ragnar Fell lives, and he says that his auntie has connections, um, which is just, I don't, did he call his aunt? Like, how did he communicate that? Like, she's not there, right? Fire message. So, yeah. Anyway, so she asks him if he spends much time in Idris, and he tells her that he hasn't been there since he was a kid, but somehow he still knows where Amatis lives, uh, a complete uh-uh. stranger to him. I don't know. Anyway, I guess if, um... I would remember how to navigate a city if I had hadn't been there. Like I wouldn't know, but it's the same thing with Jace. Yeah, I'm like Jace, you haven't lived there since you were ten. How do you? And you didn't even live in the city. How the fuck do you know yeah. where everything is? Yep. I guess it's just like in their blood. Like when they're born, the map is like embedded in their brain. No, um, Valentine probably made Jace study a map yeah, of the city. That's mm-hmm. true. And it was yeah, he had to name everything. Oh yeah. I feel like we talked about this maybe in the episode that was deleted. Yeah. Or maybe maybe. in a future episode. (laughs) But we talked about it was like a um like a social studies test Mm -hmm, where you had to instead of write the capitals, you Uh have to write the people that live there. But (laughs) now that you say that, it makes me wonder because they do have a curriculum 
for all the students, you know, whether they're going to school in, you know, with tutors and the institutes or whatever. I wonder if Alicante geography is like part of it. Yeah. Is part of their curriculum in terms of like, this is this, this is our capital city. This is like the motherland or whatever. And like, you need to know everything about it. And that's why Amatis has never moved, as we've discussed previously. Oh, because she has to because stay there. Because she has to stay there because it's on the map. <laughs> this <laughs> is going to be on the test. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if, um, okay, this is probably too whatever. I bet they know how to use a compass on a map. Right. Oh. <laughs> like shadow Yeah, hunters. probably. Yeah. <laughs> Even in the age of Google Maps, they probably still know how to, like, navigate. For, like, survival skills and stuff? With a Z. Yes. Awesome. (laughs) Okay, well, Sebastian tells her that Ragnar isn't um, far away from the Wayland Manor. And he also points out how magical Idris really must be if even Jace misses it, seeing as how he was raised here by Valentine. So, like, I guess he's supposed to associate Idris with being negative because Valentine's a bad guy. Mm -hmm. Anyway... He tells um, Clary how awful that must have been for Jace. And Clary reminds Sebastian that Jace was an only child. And she thinks that he mostly um, just remembers the good times. And um, believes that, you know, Valentine really loved Jace, but like in his own weird way. (laughs) So Sebastian seems surprised because Valentine is such a monster. He tells her that it's just impossible for Valentine to have loved Jace. And that's creepy, but okay. And then you have arrived, said Siri. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, no, it's the, um, what's the sensor? That's what it was. The sensor told them oh, they arrived. right. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> the, the sensor that's never been brought up again? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was one other time. Yeah, just once. But I don't remember when, but it was. Uh-huh. I think it was when they left Magnus's party and Isabel was drunk and Alec took her home and Clary and Jace were trying to find Simon. Okay. I feel like, because cause we talked about it, and we're like, uh-huh. what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, Anyway, I don't know. they didn't actually use a sensor, so whatever. <laughs> it's not used enough to where you think they would use it every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As much as you say Stelle, yeah. half of that you should say Or witch light. Yeah. Which is a weird name, because witches wield magic. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Don't piss off Alec right now. So why is it named after somebody that, like, does magic? I feel like it should be called a heat lamp because you have to hold it. But we haven't established that because what I guess What about, like, an angel light? Like, yeah. you think they would... It's like Canby. Everything in Canby is na- named Canby. Canby <laughs> landscape, Canby whatever. Like, you'd think they would just be, like, angel light. <laughs> that is a way better... Yeah, angel light is way... 100%. Oh, my All God. All right. Well, anyway... <laughs> Angelite. <laughs> anyway, they, um, Clary and Sebastian get to Ragnar's just in time to cut the slight awkwardness about this Vtang Jace conversation. And Sebastian helps Clary off the horse, and um, she grabs his arm to steady herself and then apologizes for it. Like, he reaches up to help her down, and she actually takes his help, and then she apologizes. It's like Robin. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I gave you my arm. Like, whatever. So he's all suave and tells her it's no big deal. NBD, bitch. Strange, but anyway. Clary gets down to see nothing. She's like, okay, cool beans. Ragnar must have moved himself and his entire house. Let's go. Sebastian tells her that the house is glamoured. Glamours and and Idris are stronger than anywhere else, so you have to, like, put your back into it. (laughs) So I am curious (laughs) why glamours would be needed in Idris, and maybe Ragnar just doesn't want to be found? 
But I think it would have been funny if Clary had discovered where he lived by herself and then she showed up and it was glamoured and she's just like looking everywhere for help. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> like, uh, anyway, okay. I don't understand glamours and interest, but I guess it just... You have to be super extra. I'm assuming his house wouldn't be on a map. Since it's no. glamour. <laughs> Right. They didn't study that. Right. <laughs> anyway, so Clary focuses and the house comes into focus. And so does black smoke that's coming from the chimney. Um, the smoke was in the form of a question mark. <laughs> so funny. Sebastian points out that it must be Ragnar's way of asking, who is it? I don't know why, but I imagine his house looking like Hansel and Gretel. Like, <gasps> oh, like yeah. a little cottage. Like a little cottage. And I'm sure it's not because if I was a warlock and he's probably got lots of money. Like, yeah. He's probably like bougie as fuck. He's not living in a little ass like one room cottage made of gingerbread. But that's how I'm picturing it in my head. But he's a warlock so maybe it, it's bigger on the inside. Like the TARDIS? Yeah. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> Oh, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. It's because I'm slowly transitioning into one, so it's harder for me to use. Yeah, because it's amazing. You're like, yeah, that's such a great reference. <laughs> <laughs> Push your glasses up. Hey. Yeah. You have to do it from the bottom. The yeah. You, if you go in the middle, yeah. you can get, like, your fingers on your lenses, and that is so annoying. Yeah. No yeah. one likes that. Yeah. No, thanks. I'm so glad I don't have to wear them anymore. Okay. Anyway. Sebastian puts his arm around Clary because she was cold, and then the question marks turn to hearts. And I'm just like, putting your arm around me is not really going to warm me up, and now we awkwardly have to walk with your arm around me. So don't even do it. No one likes walking like that. Yes. Mm -mm. I see, like, teeny boppers doing it in the mall sometimes, and I'm like, that girl is uncomfortable. Right. Or boy, whatever. Because I've seen a girl do it to a boy, and I've seen, you know, anyway. Well, it's like, you can't. You're like crooked, or yep. or like the people that have like their arms around their backs, or mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh-huh. It's like our hips are Your touching hands and their each other's back pockets. Yes, uh, like yeah. Out of an eighties movie. Yeah. Yes. Don't you have a way that like when you hold hands, like you're either front or back? Yeah, I'm front. Yeah. I'm back. If I try to go front, Jason gets real annoyed. I'm back too. I feel like I'm front. Yeah, I'm front. I'm front. Andy's hands are so big though I can't hold his hand all the way so I have to we have to loosely hold Mm because my fingers start to fall asleep because I have small hands (laughs) anyway um so the question marks slowly turn to hearts because Ragnar must be amused by their loving and um Clary was not into it and as soon as she saw the hearts she pulled away and she felt embarrassed and guilty for some reason so as they walked up the pathway, the door like flew open <laughs> and it was Magnus. <laughs> I just think it's so funny. Of course it was Magnus with the question marks and the hearts. That's just so him. It's just totally uh-huh. his MO. Yeah. Except they like, they um, dissolved and glitter rained out of yes. them. Right. <laughs> that would have given it away. Right. <laughs> so Magnus doesn't outright deny being Ragnar Fell. So Sebastian does his duty and starts explaining who they are. Magnus tells them that he cannot see them without an appointment, and his next available time is in March. (laughs) Sebastian tries to whine about the delay in appointments, and Clary just stops him. So Magnus snaps his fingers and freezes Sebastian in place, which seems like a very handy-dandy tool. I want that. So cool. But also, like, 
I don't know why it annoyed me so much that Sebastian was just like mansplaining the situation. I'm like, this is not your thing. 100%. This is Clary's thing. He would know Clary through Jocelyn. You're just fucking some Joe Schmo off of the Paris runway. 100%. That's the whole reason she had to go instead of Jace. Right. So why are you talking? Shut up. Let the woman talk. Yep. Well, that's the, that's the thing. That's the power I would want to have. When somebody tries to start mansplaining something to me, it's just like, stop. Yep. Literally stop. Freeze. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> the power you'd like is agency to say, no, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> exactly. Please mute yourself. <laughs> oh, I would love to say that to somebody. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, Cleary argues with Magnus for a second, and then he's like, yeah, 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 just come in and check this out. So he takes her inside um, to see this mess that is Ragnar Fell's house. And um, he tells her that he received a message from Ragnar the night before asking him to meet him. The house smelled of demons and was all torn apart. And Clary points out that demons can't enter a dress. So, like, why does it stink so bad in here, bro? Did you fart? (laughs) (laughs) By the way, do you think he farts? Like, do you think that they go to the bathroom too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, they're half human. Maybe he just snaps and he's, like, done really quickly. Or he constantly has tummy troubles so he can play on his phone. And get alone time. He's not a dad because oh, he can't have okay, kids. Okay, 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 got it. That's just dad, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, Clary points out that demons can't enter Idris, and Magnus asks who knew Clary was coming to look for Ragnar. She says just Madeline, Sebastian, and like literally all of the Lightwoods. (laughs) (laughs) So Magnus points out that um, if the Lightwoods know, then the Clave probably knows because Valentine has spies in the Clave. And um, so then he goes on to tell her that Ragnar told... (laughs) Magnus says that Ragnar says that Valentine says. Anyway, (laughs) Magnus tells um, her that Ragnar told him Valentine was searching for a spell book. And Jocelyn, the one that Jocelyn had used to put herself into this coma, basically to like hide from Valentine... So Ragnar um, had used some, like, special warlock language to communicate with Magnus. And so he flicks his hand, and then this message displays in the air. And it kind of reminds me of um, the beginning of Star Wars, how the words just kind of go up, you know? Like, <laughs> we're just reading it on the wall like that. <laughs> so Magnor, Magnor. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm down with it. I'd ship it. Ragnar left this message when he knew he was dying to tell the warlock that found him exactly what happened. So basically, Valentine's Valentine's peeps came to interrogate Ragnar for the location of the spell book. The book is called the Book of the White. And it holds the potion um, Jocelyn took as well as the recipe for the antidote. And it's explained exactly, I think, that way. So is there actually a potion inside of this, like one of those... um, the sample perfumes you get. Perfumes. <laughs> pretty sure it's a recipe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right, but that's I what I imagined. I was like, here's the book, and there's a little cutout for your um, poison. Poison. <laughs> poison. Okay, so here's a new problem. Yeah, because we don't need any more of those, but whatever. <laughs> Ragnar didn't have the book, and Ragnar advised Jocelyn to hide it somewhere safe, like in the library at Valentine's home. Hmm, but I guess not really Valentine's home because it was actually the Wayland Manor. Anyway, apparently it's hidden in another book, Simple Recipes for Housewives. <laughs> and Magnus can't go there himself because um, Valentine had used misdirection wards on the manor. 
So confusing to have wards instead of a place with wards, but okay. <laughs> anyway. It reminds me of on um, Monsters University 2 where it's Terry and Terry and he's like, misdirection. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's how they won. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Oh, so anyway, they these wards keep downworlders out. So I guess that's why you need a ward inside of a ward. Because the first ones don't keep downworlders out? No, they do. Because they have to have permission. I'm confused. Anyway, not for Idris, just for the city. And Ragnar does not live in the city. Okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. Okay. Do you think that... Sorry, I'm going back to it, but I have to know. Mm -hmm. So Magnus is telling Clary that... It's like this secret warlock communication, right? Mm-hmm. To do yeah. this. War- so you think he's telling Clary a secret he shouldn't be? Oh, that there is a language? Uh-huh, and that yeah. they can do that and stuff? Well, I mean, people know about demon languages or uh, But there's the fact that it's languages. like hidden and how they do like hidden messages and stuff. No one's going to be able to find it. Or read it. Right. If, yeah, you, don't, if you don't have the magic, you're not going to be able to get to it. So I, I guess it's kind of like a non... A like, like this is so far above. It's like a like a nuclear physicist explaining something to me like i'm never going to use the information because I, I don't understand it <laughs> uh-huh cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well magnus tells clary that the best person to go to get the book would be jace because he knows the manor well clary's like oh bummer jace won't help me so Magnus disagrees, saying that he thinks that there isn't much Jace wouldn't do for her. It's so mm. cute that someone else can see that, too. Mm-hmm. So Clary's like, okay, perfect world here. I get the book. Then what? Magnus is like, oh, silly child, you bring it to me. Duh. I'll help your mother, dearest, by making the antidote. I just was a little sketched by that. It just felt a little like, go get me this book and bring it back. And yeah, 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 whatever. I'll do your mom. <laughs> you know fix her up <laughs> so you think that he can't go get the book because he what he's saying he doesn't know where it is yeah and he also can't because of wards because of wards right 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 but he could yeah clary's the best person mm-hmm. Clara. yeah okay so this really just worked out for everyone mm-hmm. it's almost like it was planned that way yes oh. like oh. written in a story interesting <laughs> So Magnus and Clary go back outside and um, they kind of talk about Sebastian. And um, he had reached out to Magnus Ragnar that morning. And um, so no wonder Sebastian was kind of thrown off that he was like, oh, my next Mm -hmm. appointment's in March. Because he was like, dude, I called you this morning. We talked. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, Magnus talks about how good looking Sebastian is. And um, (laughs) And saying that sure, Clary should leave him behind, um, if nothing more than just for a hat rack. Just something to look at. I like it. <laughs> Clary's like, um, what about our boy Alec? Magnus tells him he's Alec is upset with him or something because Alec won't acknowledge their relationship. He sent Magnus a message recently and addressed it to Warlock Bane. Oh my god, it's so cringy. <laughs> but ouchier, Magnus goes on to say that Alec is hung up on Jace and that must be something that Clary can relate to. <laughs> she tells him to shut up and she asks her uh, he she asks Oh, he must ask her. I typoed here, but he must ask her to keep the book thing a secret. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sebastian, he like wakes him up and then she's like, Clary's like, we should go. <laughs> <laughs> he just listens, which is crazy. Uh, <laughs> seems like he would be like, wait, we came here for a reason. And she's just like, no, we, we need to get out of here. This guy is scary. Right. Convince him that she's afraid of him. Okay. <clears throat> 
phone. Sebastian apologizes to Clary for his flop of a plan while hoisting her back onto Wayboy. Yes. <laughs> he then comments on how warlocks are cap- capricious. And you feel me, right? You've met a warlock before, right? And Clary said that she had. His name is his name is Magnus Bane. He's the high warlock of Brooklyn. Sebastian asked if Magnus and Regner were similar, and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> "LOL, LOL." Shockingly so. Clary tells him that it's all right. Um, there was always a chance, anyway, that Regner wouldn't help her. Um, and he's like, "Yeah, but um, he'd promised her aid, and now he's failed. But it's gonna be okay because he's gonna take her to sightsee. So that way, the day won't be a total bust." Dude, told you you're spending the day with me. <laughs> Yeah, we're not done yet. That's what it reminds me of. Anyway. <laughs> I don't like it. Nope. So they ride further away from Alicante, passing a bunch of beautiful land with bougie-ass manor houses all sprinkled into the countryside. The road turned from gravel to dirt, and a short while later, Sebastian told her that they had arrived. Do your, your Siri advice? <laughs> you have arrived. I don't know if that's Siri, now that I'm thinking about it. I said advice, by the way. <laughs> Is that what I meant? So Clary looked around, and all she sees is the dilapidated remains of a burned house. All that's left is, like, a chimney and a sliver of wall with, like, a glassless window. And she's like, uh, cool, I guess, but why did you bring me here? And Sebastian's like, oh, you don't know? This is where your parents lived, where your broham was born. This is Fairchild Manor. Where your entire family was murdered. Yep. It's cool. So Clary thinks back to Hodge telling her about how V-Tang went like all arsonist and burned it to the ground. And Clary takes off running, which I'm assuming her arms are like flailing like Barry Goldberg. Yeah, I'm like Phoebe <laughs> uh-huh. from Friends. So Sebastian tries to call her like out to her, but she ignores him. So she steps into the rubble, soaking everything in, imagining that this was like where a real house had been with real people, her family, you know. Jocelyn had gotten married here, had a baby, plotted a rebellion against her tyrant husband. Speaking of which, stupid ass V-Tang just had to go and ruin everything, turning her life and family into ashes, like a city of ashes. (laughs) He's the reason that Jocelyn had hid this life from her. And Clary is finally able to cry. Mm. Although she doesn't realize she's doing so, which is weird. Yeah. Like, your face is getting wet, bro. Like... Like, you, you know when you're crying. Yeah. Did you did you yawn before you started crying? Yeah. So you think it's, I don't know. Anyway. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> Mascara in your eyes. Exactly. So Sebastian comes up and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I caused you to cry. Uh, I thought you'd want to be taken out to the place where almost your entire family was burned alive and your future was ripped from you piece by piece without any warning. <laughs> I put a bow on it. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. And Clary tells him it's okay. Like, this is something she needed to see. And Sebastian's like, wow, this must be really hard for you to come back to the place where you lost everything. Your mom sounds like she was pretty badass for being able to get away. Clary's like, yeah, she is. And then the creep factory cranks up. And he says that so is she. And Clary's like, dude, you don't even know me. And he tells her that he's heard loads about her, lots of chisme, about how she fought V-Tang for the Mortal Cup, how she'd ran into the Hotel du Mort to save Simon. You know, Izzy told him all about it. Plus, he heard other stories, rumors, if you will, and he just knew that he had to meet her. 
And she's like, LOL, little old me. I hope you're not too disappointed. And he says, no, not at all. And then he lifts her face up. And before she can react, he leans down and kisses her. I don't know how you cannot react. He's grabbing your face. You just go, nope. Yeah, you know what's happening. Yeah. But it's Clary. Yeah. Yeah. She wants to be into it to get over Jace too, I'm sure. Even though this is a little... Dude, that scene was so not hot, I had to go put on my sweater. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. That's what she's trying to do. Yeah. Right. So she's like, okay, okay, I can dig it. Like, hey, you read what I wrote. No, I didn't. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's That's funny. Great minds. Great minds. (laughs) So she reaches up and pulls him in and then immediately starts thinking about her brother lover. Plan failure. She starts having feelings of regret and then instantly is just like, I'm just going to go, as my Biffle Krista would say, nope the fuck right out of here. This is wrong. This is icky. This is no bueno. So she pushes him off of her and he's like, Clary, what's wrong? (laughs) And she's like, nothing. I'm just not ready yet. Which, to be fair, I totally would have too. Like, I would have just avoided the subject. But, Clary, you and I should be more direct. You should say something like this. I've known you for less than 24 hours, Brosephine. I don't want to make out with a stranger who dragged me into the hills and forced me into a situation that made me rip open the big ass emotionally bloody wounds that I have. Fuck you. Amen. Yep. Anyway, he tells her that they could take things slow. And she was like, no, I'm not DTK. (laughs) Down to kiss. (laughs) Then he's like, you, someone not want to kiss me. Something must be really wrong with you. Did someone hurt you? Was it Jace? Okay, every fucking douchebag guy from high school. Seriously. But, like, why Jace? Like, why is he jumping to that conclusion? Because clearly he's not wrong. (laughs) But, like, who would think, did your brother hurt you? Because you don't want to kiss me? That's freaking weird. It is weird. Yep. It's not wrong, again. (laughs) But it's weird. I feel like he has more information than he's letting on. That's yeah. a good point. Okay. He's been like, what was it running on the rooftops like Jace following yeah. her? <laughs> yes. Great status. So Clary forces his hand off her cheek and is just like, no, bro. Wrong, bro, that is. <laughs> this just felt wrong. And he's like, wrong. We were meant to be. We have a connection. I know you know that I know that you know that we do. Gross. And she's like, no, dude, just no. I don't know. Then this guy gets mad and grabs her wrist, telling her that it's not true. She tells him that he's hurting her, and then he lets go, his chest slamming up and down with his breathing, like when I walk up the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) So he tries to apologize, like, you know, dude, you fucked up big time. Slap it a bass. Slap it a bass. And Clary's like, it's time to go. So, um... He turns and heads back to the horse, and Clary hesitated. Because this bitch didn't give herself much of a choice on what to do. She couldn't get herself back. She's out here alone. She doesn't know where the hell she is. Yeah. So she looks down at her red wrist with her fingertips are somehow smudged black. It's just weird. Anyway, he helps her onto the horse because, again, she doesn't have anything else to do. And then um, tries to half-ass apologize again, saying that he didn't mean to imply anything about Jace and says he would never do anything to hurt you. I know it's for your sake that he's been visiting that vampire prisoner in the guard. It's my record scratch. I love it. And she's like, did you say vampire? 
prisoner? What? I can't believe she's been there that long and she didn't know. It's crazy. Yeah. No one's told her. Yeah. Sebastian's like, yeah, that dude, Simon, the one that came with the Lightwoods from New York City. (laughs) Sorry. I thought Jace would have told you all that hot goss. My bad. Dude. (laughs) Dude. Yes. It is like textbook classic, like manipulative, abusive behavior. Yeah. So gross. He so he's no he's literally sitting on that like piece of information just waiting for the right time to plant it. Yeah. It is disgusting. When it's gonna be most beneficial to him. And And right now she's pissed at him and so he needs to divert her anger to somebody else. Well, and she's emotionally broken because she just saw the house. So like everything's just crazy. Or lack thereof house. Right. My bad. Right. Fuck this guy. Anyway, he's gross. Yeah. And don't ever let someone put hands on you, okay? Yeah. Don't fucking do it. It's not worth it. Gross. Anyways, <laughs> whatever. I, I'm I'm definitely in a permanent fight with Sebastian now. Yeah. I think we all are. He's so. a douchebag. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I would say that make sure you've read chapter eight for next week's episode, <laughs> but um, make sure that like it's read now because you're just going to binge the next one. I can feel it in my bones. Do so it. I'll see you in like... 3.5 where we discuss <laughs> one for the living that's great make sure you plug your phone in you're gonna need a lot of battery for this yeah. <laughs> for behind the scenes content and the latest updates check us out on instagram at downworlderdish podcast we'll see you next time bye, bye.